them. Guantanamo has become a resource center for terrorists. A new one is freed every week. And Obama is reversing our long-term commitment to Israel and instead giving almost a billion dollars to Hamas. Let's face it, his policies are a catastrophe, and we need to stop him. It's also time to take our country back from the Democratic Congress, which has undergone an embarrassing transformation from a do-nothing body into a rubber-stamp annex of the Obama White House. 535 elected officials who didn't even bother to read the details before they authorized almost a trillion dollars in stimulus spending that their constituents will have to pay for. A Democratic Congress that, in the middle of the gravest financial disasters since the Great Depression, bargained for billions in additional outrageous earmark spending programs to please their contributors and lobbyist friends without a look back at the needs of their constituents. We desperately need to take back Congress and make it accountable to us, the voters, not the banks, credit card companies, defense contractors, and other special interests that have been running the show for way too long. Can we do it? Well, to quote our president, yes, we can. But we need to start today by remembering that it's our country and taking it back. Right now, in the darkness of the recession, that might seem difficult, even impossible. At the moment, re-emerging into the light of prosperity is our primary concern. We all have immediate worries, our jobs, our families, our homes, our future. But the very policies designed to extricate us from this hellish economy are those that will keep us in the darkness. Obama's spending, his massive, massive spending, will not hasten the end of the recession. What it will do is ensure a period of rampant inflation and, likely, yet another recession after that, before the inflation can be cured. Yet, as desperate as our agony is today, it is not our major threat. Only when we come out of the darkness, blinking in the light of a more normal economy, will the true nature of our catastrophe become apparent. Unless we act today, we'll be returning to a very different world. Will the bank on the corner be run by the government? Will it be like the Bureau of Motor Vehicles? Will we be able to get loans for cars and houses without passing a political loyalty test or a government-sponsored means test to establish our need? And will our doctors be free to treat us as they wish, or will they have to check with Washington to find out what medications are approved and which procedures they can offer? Will we be free to listen to talk radio as it explores alternatives to socialism, or will it have been forced off the air? At our workplace, will we be coerced into joining unions that represent the Democratic Party, but not us? And will our country be dominated politically by a coalition of those who pay no taxes, while the rest of us are powerless to protest when the government takes two-thirds of our income? These are the real stakes. Between now and the elections of 2010, we must fight and win the special elections that will be called to fill vacancies in Congress. We need to demonstrate the revitalized power of opposition to socialism in the off-year elections in New Jersey and Virginia. And we must mobilize opinion, particularly in the districts of the marginal Democratic senators and congressmen, the frauds who run like moderates and then vote like socialists. We need to lay the basis for their defeat in 2010 and make them think twice before they vote to curtail our freedoms and give away our health care. 
Don't worry if you don't live in a district with an election coming soon or with a phony Democratic moderate. In a very real sense, these days we're all in one district. Our money, work, conversation, and anger carry across state and district lines. We will be heard. And when 2010 comes, we'll be ready to take our country back. We will know the stakes. And we won't be conned by a moderate-sounding president whose idea of change is the end of freedom and the dawn of socialism. That's not change we can believe in. This book is a call to action. At the end of each chapter, we suggest specific actions that can help us regain our country. Join us in this most necessary and urgent work. In his provocative book, Liberty and Tyranny, Mark Levin speaks of the soft tyranny of government regulation. No longer will we be blind to that threat.